Unplanned Trek. Hello, podcasters. It is me. My name is Isaac. I don't know if I've actually told you that before, but I am Isaacly on Twitter or Unplanned Trek if you just want to talk to me about Star Trek stuff. You know, this is our first foray into Star Trek Voyager this week, and we've landed in Series 7 with a Doctor-centered episode called Critical Care. So this week we're going to do what we usually do. We're going to look at, is there any romance? We're going to look at the best three characters, the worst three characters, and a bit of an overview overall. Um, I am based in Australia, so that is somewhere close to the penal Connolly colony that Tom Paris finds himself at the start of Voyager. And uh, nowhere near Star Trek Academy, where I'm still waiting for my owl to give me a letter to let me know that I've been accepted. I would love to be, uh, I'd probably like to learn how to be an unnamed ensign in the background, but look, we're going a little bit off topic here. This episode, I feel, does the spotlight of either what's the difference between first class and second class on an aeroplane, or potentially um, the issues of being able to afford and not afford medical health care. It's probably the latter of the two. But we'll step into it now, and first we'll have a quick look at... The Riker Medal. There wasn't much room for any romance this week, so the Riker Medal didn't award any points. The closest we got was probably the one of the final scenes of the episode with the Doctor and Seven of Nine. Um, both checking in on each other to seeing if the other one's okay. The doctor giving her a health checkup, and Seven checking um, basically that the hologram was working perfectly, and checking in if he was okay after his four-day stay on um, a planet or ship. I can't actually remember which one it was. They nearly got points, but nearly means didn't. And the other two people that potentially could have got points was Tom Paris and Ensign Kim after coming off injured on the holodeck they do spend a lot of time together but it's okay to just be mates and it appears that's what they are in this episode so a big fat zero points this week in the Riker medal the captain jean-luc picard medal for me there were four characters to try to fit into three votes this week so i found it a little bit hard so the honorable mention is seven of nine uh she's not in it for very much she's in it right at the end but i thought showed quite a, a supreme level of understanding and empathy towards the doctor which aren't necessarily traits that we um, come to expect from her borg nature so she's unlucky she gets zero votes which a lot of people do in this episode but um, Janeway got one vote this week, and the reason why I gave her the vote over seven was because she was she had a very fun and funny episode. She basically chased the Doctor around many places of the Delta Quadrant trying to find him, and each of it turned into a dead end or led to a new lead. And she didn't. She showed frustration. She showed showed. Uh, you know that she felt that it was absurd and kind of felt like it laughed a lot along the way 
I found her interactions throughout this episode quite pleasing. Quite Two votes goes to Tebus. Now, Tebus was a young protege of the Doctor and other medical people in the episode. Um, he was young, he was charismatic and showed that there are good things that happen to the people that haven't got the right, uh, was it temporal coefficient? It was a TC anyway. Oh, treatment coefficient. That, that's the score you get that allows you to get medical treatment or not in this world. Uh, and I thought that he really impacted the doctor and made him act, you know, um, revolutionary-like. He kind of inspired the doctor to do that. His um, death came abruptly in the episode, and I felt like was the catalyst of the doctor getting really um, badass from that point on. So two votes to Tebus. Um, I try not to make the main character of the episode just be the automatic three-vote getter, but the Doctor was exemplary in this episode. He fought the medical revolution that these people needed. He he had strategy. He was bold. He was frustrated. He was angry. And he just got it done. So the Doctor, three votes for just being the best Doctor in the fleet. And I know he's got the combined medical knowledge of thousands, if not more, medical experts but you've got to put it to use, and it's just exactly what he did. His ethical subroutine was working just fine. He's the doctor for you. He's our doctor every time. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. Ooh, was that a new musical sting for the Keiko O'Brien Medal? You betcha it was. Um, Keiko O'Brien Medal gets awarded to the, the worst or most annoying character in the episode. Minus one point, Harry Kim. He is such a good boy and such a good ensign that he couldn't come up with a good enough lie to tell the Doctor on why he got injured in the, um, in the holodeck. He had to get Tom to do the messy bit for him where he's, he could have just said, Hey... I did this. Also, Harry, it's amazing how often the truth will just do. If you told him you're playing ice hockey and got a black eye from punching on with someone from Team Vulcan, he would have believed you and it would have been good enough. He would have just fixed you up anyway. So don't get Tom to do your dirty work and just tell the truth. That's why you're still an ensign, mate. Two votes. Chelik, he was absolutely everything wrong with medical stuff on the planet or ship that the Doctor ended up on. I also felt that he might have represented maybe the American medical system of the late 90s. What do you think, guys? If you agree with me or disagree, send me a tweet at Unplanned Trek. Three negative votes goes to Neelix. Now, it, it turned out that the guy that stole the doctor did so by faking that he'd got food poisoning from Neelix. You know what? You don't have to fake it. You're probably getting it anyway. Neelix is going to make us sick, isn't he? But it's it was plausible, it was believable that Neelix would make him sick and everyone runs along, does everything according to that kind of belief, don't they? Well, Neelix, get better in the kitchen, don't be so annoying, and don't, you know, don't give the opportunity for someone to fake an illness based on your culinary skills. Three votes, Neelix. And look, to be fair, most of the time that a Voyager episode gets picked, it's probably going to be three votes to Neelix, isn't it? You know? What do you think of Neelix? Again, let me know. Alright guys, well, we're nearly at the end of this episode, which means it's time for us 
to spin the wheel, to roll the dice, to do something to find out what our next episode of Unplanned Trek is. I have the dice, here we go. Ooh, look at that, it's our second foray into Enterprise. We're gonna watch season four, episode one, Stormfront part one. That's right guys. Dave treating it as two episodes, so that means we do two. As far as the dice goes, we are only watching part one. If it's a cliffhanger of an episode, you know what? We're not watching part two, and it's not going to affect the votes as far as what happens here if you keep on watching the second part. So, in the next week, please watch Stormfront part one so you can be up to date and ready to go to do our next unplanned trek. Until then... Be good, stay safe, and remember, all trek is good trek. It's just not what you'd expect. That's because it's unplanned trek. Unplanned.